You want to have your own thing. You want people to know who you are. Maybe what you've been doing has gotten too easy. You're bored with it and you want to transition into something new, but you don't know what that is. Or maybe you know what the thing is. You're just not clear on how to help people figure out how to find you. Well, you are in luck because that is what we're talking about here today on the Build Your Tribe podcast. My name is Shaleen Johnson. I am the co-host of the Build Your Tribe podcast. Please double check and make sure that you're subscribed. This channel is growing like crazy because of you, because you've been taking the time to like, you know, make sure that you're subscribed and that's how you'll know when there are new episodes. And do yourself a favor and scroll back through some of our recent episode titles and, you know, just check out the ones that you're like, okay, that could totally help me. In particular, I did one recently where I talked about how important it is for people in I want to say midlife, but I guess people disagree on what age that is. Like if you're over 35 or over 40 and you're thinking like, is it too late for me to start a brand? No, like it's the best time ever. So be sure to check out that episode of Build Your Tribe. I will link to it below in our show description as well. And as a matter of fact, it is because of the overwhelming number of questions I got from that episode that I wanted to do this follow-up episode. The most common concerns and questions really revolved around a couple of things. Number one, how do I pick my thing? Like, how do I narrow it down? How do I know what my thing is? Number two, how do I help people find me? Like, how do I establish a social media following? How do I help people know, like, this is what I'm doing? So first, let's talk about this concept because you hit the nail on the head. There's figuring out what your brand is, which is really, and I'm boiling this down, I'm oversimplifying it, but it's your reputation. It's how people describe you when you're not around. It's the little things about you that people remember. It's the little things about you that make you slightly different from other people who do the same thing that you do. What do I mean by that? Like if you look at someone like a, an Alex Hermosi, is he that different from lots of other entrepreneurs? No, but there are little subtle things that he's not trying to do, but he's also not trying to hide them. It's doubling down on the things that make us just a little bit different. I think people always assume that your brand, you have to be like so unique that everyone remembers you. It's not that. What you have to be is consistent about putting forward the things that do make you different. For example, Alex Hermosi, everyone knows him as wearing, you know, the little nose breathe band over his nose, a baseball cap, a plaid shirt over a t-shirt, and usually he's wearing a hat with his company logo. So even just those simple things like does that make him completely unique? No, it doesn't, but it does make him a little bit memorable. Someone like a, a Gary Vaynerchuk. Again, you picture how casual he dresses. You recognize his voice. And I'm sure, considering how much media he's done, there have been people who suggested that he do some kind of vocal training to change his voice and maybe other people. Some of us, we do that. We, we try to change parts of ourselves so that we look more like the other people who are doing it. And it's such a mistake. Double down on the things that are truly you because that's what makes you just a little bit different. It's what makes people remember you. It's like Dolly Parton. Like, I love using Dolly Parton as an example because she's like nobody else. Like, there's no one else like Dolly Parton. And she doubled down on the things that people teased her for and mocked her for. I mean, all the way back into the 50s and 60s, she knew her brand and she doubled down on it. So that's part of you set yourself apart from other people. And there's so many things that make you just a little bit different from everybody else. And you don't put all of them out there, but you put the ones out there that you're like, this, like, I'm proud of this. Like, I like this about me. 
put that out there, even if it feels like, oh, this does not conform. For example, when I first started doing fitness videos, I remember I, I showed up to the first shoot and they were like, you have so much makeup on. Like we, you know, this is a fitness video. We need to make you look all natural. You're going to have to take off those hoops, the hairspray, what you're doing with your hair, the outfit. I had like these crazy outfits I would wear with like belts and boots and crazy stuff. And I was like, you know, I luckily I had a producer who understood like that's part of what would make my program successful. They weren't like insanely, oddly different things. They're just slightly different. The things that will help people remember you, which will help you to become known, are just those little things that make you just a little bit different from other people. They're not huge. But you should right now, like really think about like, what are some of those things? Think about it. The things you're like, I don't want to change this. Like, this is who I am. Becoming known is the biggest challenge to having your brand, meaning you, having your reputation make you more money, bottom line. So whether it's in a job or you trying to get people to follow you on social media, you trying to grow a business, all of that is dependent upon who knows you. Because no matter how good you are, no matter how great the product or service or what it is you offer is, no one cares and no one's going to find you unless people are talking about you, right? It's not like if you build it, they will come. Like, no, you have to build it and you have to promote it. And the biggest step to promoting it is you identifying it, like you defining who are you. Muhammad Ali is a great example. He always told people what his brand was. He was the greatest of all time, right? He was the greatest. One time I think he said, I can't remember the exact quote, but he said, I'm the double greatest because I will knock you out and I will predict the round it's going to happen in. I'm like, I love it. Dolly Parton defined herself very early in her career as a backwoods Barbie. A more recent example for those of you who are in the fitness industry, Brett Contreras. If I've said that name and you're in the fitness industry, you immediately thought, oh, that's the glute guy. He's the glute guy. He has branded himself as the glute guy. And he's memorable because that's all he talks about. Now, are there a million, like literally a million other fitness trainers doing hip thrusts and squats and helping women build their booties? Of course. So what is it about Brett Contreras that made him such a memorable brand? Well, let's start there because this applies regardless of the industry that you're in, whether you're starting your own business or you're trying to make a name for yourself in your industry as trying to you know, get a promotion in your job, whatever it is. You need to be known for things. And the way that we do this is with integrity. So things that Brett did, he told people, I'm the glute guy. I'm the glute guy. And even though I believe he has a PhD, if I'm not mistaken, I know he's got an advanced degree. He just talks in a way that everyone understands it. He, I don't want to say dumbed down, but he made the information accessible. There's so many neuroscientists and PhDs and, you know, advanced degreed kinesiologists and scientists who they speak in a way like they're talking to each other. And Brett Contreras made a name for himself because he was talking to you. He was talking to the consumer. He made a name for himself because he dressed a little differently. He always wore like jean shorts. He made a name for himself because he just believed in helping women build their booties, like the hip thrust. And that's part of what you need to do is like to double down and define what makes you just a little bit different. And then know your niche. And that was probably the other huge, overwhelming number of comments that I got in that last video. It was like, how do I know my niche? How do I know what my thing is? Right? So your niche is like the one thing that you specialize in. 
when I moved to, well, let me back up in case you didn't see that last video. And I'll just recap in case you did. But, you know, I grew up a daughter of an entrepreneur and I had lots of different businesses to put myself through college. I sold cars, literally sold used cars. I flipped them. You know, I would buy them and then resell them. I started a used car lot called the All Michigan Auto Swap Meet. I was in an MLM. I was in a network marketing business in college. I was working as a paralegal. I was working as a Coors Light girl. I was any kind of business or side hustle I could fit into my day, I did it. Oh, and I taught fitness classes at Michigan State as part of like the university program. And I don't know if you've ever been to like a fitness class at a university, especially a group exercise class. They're just packed because they're free. And, and I don't even think I was paid. I think it was like a volunteer thing. But because I was teaching at the university, like the classes were packed. And so therefore I assumed I must be really good. Like, look at all these people. Then I moved to Southern California and it was a rude awakening because I went to gym, to gym, to gym, and like no one would hire me. They were all like, wow, like you're so bad. Basically, that's what they said. I mean, they didn't say it, but they said it. You know what I'm saying? And I just could not get a job. Eventually, I did get hired as a fitness instructor. I started teaching fitness classes. Then I doubled down. I started getting like all these degrees and certifications. Like I was getting as many personal training and group exercise, any fitness related certification, I got it. I started building then a personal training business. And then I started writing how to start a personal training business books. And I was just doing so many different things. Plus, I was also trying to market myself as somebody who could teach other women how to start a business from home because I you know, put myself through college by starting these other businesses. And all of those things were making me some money, but I had a million balls in the air. And I'm like, I, I'm good at all these things. I can't pick one. I'm good at all of them. So I'm just going to keep doing all of them and I'm going to make more money. But that's not how it works. It's not how it works. And I need to have the serious conversation with you the way my mentor had it with me. And he was very frank and said, you're just never going to make it. You're always going to be struggling until you become known for like one thing. You want to be all these things. Your life is going to be so much harder until you become known for one thing. And that's true for you too. And I know what you're feeling. How do I pick? How do I know what the right one is? I'm going to help you narrow it down, but just know this. You won't know with 100% certainty until you go for it. And if you believe this is it, it will be. I think the number one reason why people aren't able to like launch their thing or have a successful side hustle or really even scale their business the way that they need to is because they really struggle to know what is my niche. And people think that niche is their industry. Well, like I'm in fitness, that's my niche. No, 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 that's an industry. Even if you were to say I'm a personal trainer, well, that's a subcategory of an industry. But your niche is something very specific. It is specifically what you do within that category, within that industry that is unique and nuanced to you. And people are so afraid to do this because they think if I niche down too much, well, then aren't I going to exclude certain customers? I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, you need to niche down. And if you know that too, but you've struggled with it, I want to invite you to do a workshop style training that myself and Brock have created that literally walks you through the questions you need to ask yourself and we give you enough time to answer those questions so you can fully understand, like really drill it down and get really clear about your niche, who it is you serve, how it is you're different, what makes you unique. This is what's going to take your business, your side hustle, whatever it is, to the next level. This workshop is free and it shouldn't be.
because it's one of the most valuable things that you can walk through. It's one of the most valuable things you can identify. You can attend this training for free right now by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash niche, N-I-C-H-E. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. And do yourself a favor when you're watching this, make sure you have a pen and a piece of paper and no distractions because this is a next level training. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. Okay, to figure this out with some more clarity, remember, we're never going to have 100% certainty. But so that you have a more clear idea of what the right one is, I want you to start by drawing three circles. We're going to do a Venn diagram, okay? In the first circle, I want you to list all the possibilities, the things that you could do, the things that either you've done them in the past, you want to do them based on some experience or knowledge, expertise that you've had, or there are things that you're doing right now, like all the things that are possibilities, things that you could do to make money, things that you, you enjoy, and you have to have some passion for these, but don't worry about which one is the most passionate. However, what I do want you to think about is the ones that if you're just like, I refuse to do it because it makes me feel dead inside, don't put those even as a possibility. In the second circle, I want you to look at all of the things in your first circle, and the one that has the possibility to make the most money in the next one to three years, whatever of these three ideas, you're like, okay, like one of these ideas, let's say, oh, that would take 10 years to build it. But there's another one where you're like, I can start making money at that, like within the next year to three years. Okay. Then that's the one I want you to put towards the center of your Venn diagram. Okay. But list all of them here. And then in this last circle, I want you to list the one out of, again, all of these in the circle of possibilities, I want you to put the one near this, the center of your Venn diagram that in terms of timing, even if it's not the one you're the most passionate about, in terms of timing, you can make money at it like now, like right now. Like the timing is ideal because there's demand, because you already have started, because you already have traction, like whatever it is, whatever one or two things shows up in the center of this Venn diagram, that's probably where you should start. And that's exactly what I did. It wasn't the thing I was the most passionate about or the thing that I you know, thought I was even the most qualified to do. And that was fitness. So I took all the balls out of the air and I focused on one thing. And you have to do that. You have to focus on just one thing until you become known for that thing. The way you become known for something is by doubling down and making that your exclusive thing until the point where you're like, is this the only thing I'm talking about? You're gonna feel like a one trick pony. That's the only way you're going to grow on social media. That's the only way you're going to build that reputation where people are talking about you. Nobody talks about the person who does all the things, right? When you tell a friend like, oh, yeah, I've got this like strange back thing that's not been, I just can't get to go away. They're like, I got a guy. He's like the back guru. He's like the back witch doctor, right? When we think about how we refer to other people, we rarely tell others about this person we know who can do everything. We talk about people who specialize. That's called your niche. And you have to niche down more than what you think you should. So if you're like, oh yeah, I talk about helping people to get happier and healthier. That's not specific enough. And if you want me to do an entire episode, just devote, we've done them actually. So if you're a regular subscriber to Build Your Tribe, the audio podcast, we've done so many great episodes. I'm going to link to them. Even if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to link to our past episodes that we've done on how to find your niche so we can go further into that. But like, it's really just like, you just pick it. 
People would say to me, like, how do I find my niche? I'm like, you don't find it. You just decide it. Fitness didn't find me. I didn't find fitness. I just declared it. I just picked one of my interests. That's what you have to do. Just pick one. I picked the one that I wasn't even the most confident about. I'm like, what am I doing? I have no business doing this. I don't have an exercise physiology degree. My degree is in justice, morality, and constitutional democracy. What am I freaking doing? I'm going for it. That's what I'm doing. And then I told people what my brand is. I told people what my reputation was. I told people what made me different. I told people, I'm not the scientist. I'm not the person who's going to know about the biomechanics or tell you about those things. I'm going to make you have so much freaking fun. When you're working out, you are going to get lost in the experience of music. I was a DJ. I mean, I learned how to mix the music using Pro Tools and the music and the outfits. Like all of that was my brand. It wasn't about like, did I know the most about fitness? Was I the leanest? Was it? No, you're going to have so much freaking fun. You're going to f- forget that you're working out. That was my brand. And that's what I told people I did. I never told people that I was the expert at fat loss or exercise kinesiology. I was the girl who would make sure you had fun. And so double down on those little things that you know make you just a little bit different and then never stop talking about, like for a year. I'm encouraging you to like, just pick one thing and go for it for a year. But what most of you will do, unfortunately, is you're going to get nervous. Because if that's the only thing you're talking about on your social, you can expect you're going to lose some followers. Why wouldn't you? Because a lot of the people are following you for like all the things. But that's not what You want people to follow you because you're the fill in the blank person. So go back and watch the video where I showed you how to change your Instagram bio. I think it's the best place to start. You can do this on Facebook. You can do this on TikTok. But start with your bio by telling people what kind of content you post. I don't need to know what you do. I don't need to know who you help. I just want what kind of content do you post? And then make sure that your content matches the promise of your bio. Your bio is telling people what it is you post. Your content's telling people what it is you do. And those two things need to match up. It's giving yourself a tagline like Muhammad Ali or Richard Simmons or Dolly Parton or Brett Contreras or Alex Ramosi or any number of people. It's just letting people know this is who I am and then keep showing up with integrity in that same way. Yeah, it does take time. It can be really frustrating. It does not happen overnight. And if it did, a lot more people would be known. That's the secret. That's it. The question is, will you do it? The question is, do you have the discipline? Because it's hard. It is really hard when you feel like, God, there's so many things I could do and I could be teaching and I could be showing people and, uh uh-oh, I'm losing followers. Uh Uh-oh, what if I'm losing business over here? No, I'm telling you, double down on this and you will get there so much faster than anybody else. The slower you are to niche, the less niched you are, the less specific you are, the slower your brand is going to grow and the lower the ceiling on your earnings. I'm going to list a couple of great books for you to read on the subject or listen to. I I love listening to audibles. There's a book actually called Known, which I think is phenomenal for this concept because it really factors in social media. I think that's probably the first one I would recommend. And for those of you who you know like to listen, again, I will, I will link to a couple of the episodes we've done on niching down, like figuring out your thing, because you, you just got to do that. But I'm telling you, you're never going to have 100% clarity. You just have to freaking go for it. Listen, it's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Again, if you can just do me a solid and make sure that you leave a comment and tell me what it is you're struggling with this in, in this area or what your aha moment was from this episode. I would love to hear from you please make sure that you are subscribed. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you soon.